Hey y'all, welcome back to BWS, better known as Black Women Snitching. I'm Ayanna Monet. I'm Evelyn. I'm Ariel. And let's get into it. Let's get into it. What are we talking about? Listen, so last week we talked about a dream being deferred. This week we're going to go into part two of that. So before we jump in, I want to go in with y'all the check-in question. Um, what is your personal weather status today? So are you cloudy, foggy, sunny? Let me know how y'all feeling. I, this is Evelyn. I am a bit cloudy today. And it felt so good today. It was like the real weather forecast was sunny, like not a nan cloud in the sky, but it's, it feels like a Monday. I just was not here for it, unmotivated. So I am cloudy today. Um, I would say partly sunny. You know, things are like, okay, but they could be, they could be interesting, but they're not. <laughs> like things just are what they are right now. Um, I work from home today, so I really didn't have a lot to do because I just got through like a week of like being slammed with stuff to do. So now it's just kind of like preparing for the class that I'm teaching, um, stuff like that. So I had to go outside and clean off my car because it's going to be below zero every day this week. So not looking forward to that. But yeah, the actual opposite of Evelyn, the actual weather is terrible here right now but I feel all right like I'm just I feel like I'm getting used to things being how they are and I'm just chilling for me I would have to say partly sunny as well today was a really good day you had your ebbs and have my ebbs and flows of like okay it's busy I need to take a break yeah I took a 15 minute lunch break and scarfed down the whole bagel sandwich and had to jump into another like in-person meeting so it has its today has had its like highs and its lows, but it's been a really good day. Um, starting off this morning with our meditation workouts, like I can see like when I started last Wednesday, it was like okay, cool. But now that it's, I'm starting on a Monday, it's like ooh, I feel different. So it's been a it's been a good Monday. So yeah, I cannot complain. Cannot awesome. cannot. Okay, so let's see what's popping in the group chat. So y'all, I can bring a couple of things to the group chat, but I'm gonna bring this crybaby video to the group chat. Have y'all watched it? Yes. I, yes, I watched it. I'm trying okay. to call it because you know Cardi also dropped and so I was trying to straighten oh. them out. Yeah, which I don't get, but we'll get into that later. What's up with the crybaby video? Yeah, I liked it. I liked like the the variety that Meg did with her hair, the outfits, the twerking, the ass shaking. Like I like, I love it all. You know, like in my head, me and Meg are best friends. So yeah, I loved everything about it. Y'all, I'm making this space because I know. Okay, the crybaby video, I thought it was super cute, mm -hmm. but I am always conflicted because the baby. Right? I don't mean yeah. no mothers to support him or not support him. Because y'all know, I used to love me some Jonathan. And then he mm -hmm. kept hitting people, he, women in particularly. And so I'm like, dang, do I support him or do I not support him? Which mm -hmm. led me to who do we choose to support and not support based on our slip, sliding morals 
because Trey Songs, girl, that's a whole other group chat conversation. A whole other group chat conversation. So I'm trying not to slide from it. I'm sorry, Ariel, but I was like, who do we focus our support on? Because my morals be slippery as hell, y'all. Because I'd be like, can we come back? Can we come back to that though? Can that be like another episode when we talk about like the different black icons people choose to support versus the ones they're like now they're canceled? And it's the same type of oranges. Y'all all all, Mm -hmm. you know dirty riding oranges, but I'd be like, this song. I like the project (laughs) song because your girl been rocking to it. For real, for real. But yeah, I thought the video was super cute. I stand it. I would add is like I definitely saw where people were like towards the end she like definitely threw in the tiktok moves and so people had something to say about that but i'm like she in her bag she know where the money coming from right now like so that didn't really bother me because i'm like it it was on i felt like it was on brand but Mm -hmm. i was conflicted not only by the baby like anytime the baby's on anything i'm conflicted because like i just feel a type of way about his character and him feeling like he can just buy his way out of abusing black women basically and then you got your little yellow bone Mm. Mm, they single they broke up they broke up regardless that was gonna happen anyway (laughs) like right that was gonna happen anyway but you supported the bs knowing what she was doing was hella anti-black but Mm. regardless i also feel a type of way about blaming on quay and the black comedians who get rich off of making black women out to be ghetto and ratchet Mm. so you know there's that not saying i didn't used to watch like a bunch of tt videos because i definitely did yeah but it's like over the years i've gotten sick of seeing the same stuff over and over and it's always these comedians putting on this black scent acting like trying to make black women out to just be you know just just yeah. over the top and extra the same exactly. narrative exactly. yes and they only play the same type of black woman mm-hmm. they get a ratchet long mm-hmm. fingernails bright powder blue or pink mm-hmm. lipstick always looking Maybe for a mama. man you know yeah. that thing and i don't like that i, I like think- the video but there's definitely some parts that was like conflicting for me true I think that's a really, really good point, Ayana. Okay. What y'all bring into the group chat? You want to go ahead and bring your Trey Songs video to the group chat since you already kind of brought it up? Okay. okay. Well, let's let's get into it if we bring that to the group chat. <clears throat> I haven't seen it. Get into it again. But I heard it. about it. <laughs> did, I, did I not send y'all the video? Listen, hold on. No, I hold heard up, big baby. I ain't, I ain't seen it. Where my phone Listen, We're listening. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me go see if I can find it. We're gonna take a quick intermission uh, <laughs> to get <this laughs> resources. Okay, so this is what I'm bringing to the group chat. Speaking of the baby and supporting black men who may not support black women, Trey Songs leaked a video or someone on Trey Songs team, someone Trey Songs was in the video with, leaked a video where his genitals were out. This was in all of my group chats, all of them. And so I'm conflicted because we we seen the video. Ayana has been hipped now after the small intermission. And it's like, 
I felt indifferent about it because it wasn't all my group chats, but I didn't want to be the one to be like, I don't really get down with Trey songs like that because granted he has not been charged with anything yet, but there are one too many accusations. And we've seen text messages where Trey songs has admitted to peeing on people like a little R. Kelly, putting people out of their hotel rooms, things of that nature. So we not to mention, not to even sorry to cut you off, but not even to mention what happened between him and Kiki Palmer. Exactly. Like, mention what happened between him and Kiki Palmer when he had that rape allegation with a, someone who may not have been a black woman. I can't remember all the details. And then she popped up like, I told y'all so, because we never listen to black women until a lighter skinned black woman says it. No shade, because I'm brown. But until a lighter skinned black woman says it or until a white woman. So it conflicted me, y'all. And so I just don't understand the where I stand with this. Like, I see that he's blessed, but also <laughs> he a mess. He a mess. And I, I just can't he's get down with the whole, why do black women choose to support black men who don't support us? Not even just support. It'd be mm. different if black women just supported men like Trey Songs and the baby, but they praise them. That's what bothers me. It's support and praise are different. And not only do y'all support and tolerate these men y'all praise them and uplift them and put them on pedestals while y'all tear down young black women who try and find their sexuality chloe bailey yes yes when young black women's news get leaked you tell them it's their fault and Mm -hmm. they shouldn't have did this or they shouldn't have did that but who's telling these men that right nobody it's encouraged and the thing about it is let's be real it be black women it be us telling us not to do certain things. These respectability politics where we're telling Chloe Bailey she's a cornball for finding her sexuality. This girl is 22 years old. She is grown. She can do whatever she pleases with her body. We're talking about Megan. We're talking about city girls, people who are owning their sexuality. But when Trey Songz does it and he owned it, he owned it because he's online right now promoting probably his OnlyFans right now. Oh, yeah. And we are okay with that. We're sliding into his DMs. Like, hey, Zaddy. Not me. Like, I, y'all had to send me the video. I, <laughs> and this is, and it's not even just this specifically, but I made a point coming into the new year to unfollow, like, the shade room, any type of gossip pages, um, any type of celebrities. I think the only celebrities I still follow are like Lizzo, Megan, Kaylani, like that's real, Yana. Because navigating the BWS Instagram page, you can tell like the type of space we want to be in because yeah. the pages we follow, and I promise you, it is so relaxing. And I'm thinking like I need to unfollow Friday. You know, I stole that from an influencer, but just to where I unfollow Mm -hmm. anything that's not serving me because when I go to the BWS page I'd be like oh I feel so light I feel so motivated encouraged you know so I I really do respect that I'm not gonna unfollow the shade room because I need a little bit of ratchetry because these people on the internet keeps me laughing I love black people I love black twitter but I do feel where you're coming from I think you have to find that balance between the two. Like you can't have one without the other. You can, um, but like might be getting, you know, get a little boring. 
Um, but finding that balance in between the two, what works best for you is something that is needed. Like for me, like what I, I make sure that like what I'm seeing, what I'm listening to, what I'm watching, it's all pouring back into me. So making sure that like, does this make me feel good after I watch it? Do I feel like bothered or disturbed? Um, do I feel uplifted? Do I feel belittled? Like do, what, what am I feeling? Do I feel shamed? Um, because Chloe better than me. Let me tell you, she better than me because I probably would have cut some people out and put G string on and shook my ass on. But no, she did put some underwear on that showed all of the cheeks and then she staged her timeline. Yes, yes. Listen, because she deserves it. And she over here crying into her millions, over here crying with Tiffany's diamonds on. Y'all is not bothering her. Like, she has people in her life who really care about her, who really want to see her good, and she has a good heart. Because if she didn't, she wouldn't have got online crying. She would have cussed everybody out and just flaunted the fact that she's a multimillionaire and y'all could never, like, because that's what she could have done. Period. Because it's like, I'm going to say this again. Chloe Bailey is 22. I was yes. graduating college at 22, a full yes. grown person. But because y'all met her as a child, you y'all still treat her like that. It's the same thing with um mm-hmm. JoJo Siwa, who mm-hmm. came out recently, and everybody was just like, "Oh, my kid will not watch you again." And what? And what? <laughs> you were not stopping her bag at all. Somebody posted, uh, "JoJo Siwa has a Ferrari or some fancy car with her face on it." Uh, she has a whole Tesla, like she has a whole Tesla SUV with her face on it. She's good. Who are you bothering? Like Listen. with her girlfriend in the passenger seat. <laughs> I'm not like, hip to this. I think Literally. I think finding that liberation between what society's supposed to think, like have you thinking, and versus like what do you want to be and what do you want to do with your life, and like who do you want to live your life as? Once you break free of like. I'm supposed to be doing this or I should be this cookie cutter shape or like person or relationship because of society like you finally start living like to be very quite honest with you before I started um doing pole fitness I was very much so closed off and people shouldn't see my body and you know all of this you know stuff and finding my sexuality in pole classes and pole dancing it was a different side of me so I started embracing that and being more open and sharing my choreography on my timeline and it's like I don't feel bad about it like if you telling me like oh you need to put some clothes on maybe it's because you don't like your body mm-hmm. I love my body stretch marks right. rolls scars and all like and in my journey it's allowed me to love my body a little bit more so I understand what Chloe means it's like it's liberating like to not not feel self-conscious about like okay do I have to hide do I have to do this do I have to do that it's like I am free and I'm being myself in the moment when I think about it it's like Evelyn like you dancing in the kitchen like Mm -hmm. how freeing that feels like you ain't worried about nobody you just enjoying yourself you know Ayana when you be turking in the mirror like how freeing it feels like it's literally that that feeling i'm just posting it online but you know it goes to a deeper conversation ariel it's like as black women we are not allowed to have that vulnerability 
And so whatever frees us is looked upon as like, you shouldn't have that feeling. And society doesn't know they're doing that, but that's exactly what they're doing. Cause I feel like we are the only women, woman who has to like keep everything together. We have to present this, you know, strong person, this strong being. We don't get to just like let go and be ourselves. Remember, okay, story time. Remember when we went out for Ariel's birthday um, and Lil yes. And remember, there was this white girl and she was just like, her hands was up in the air and she was dancing. And she, I mean, not on one, two or the three. Not, not <laughs> at all. And I was just staring at in her. In a club said, full of black people. I, I said, how amazing it must be <laughs> to feel like that. For real though, y'all, because it's just kind of like not a care in the world. Because like, I feel like that goes back to like what you're saying. Like black women are denied the right to feel happy and when we do that people liberty. question it yes yes like people question why do you feel like you deserve that mm. you know and it's uh. like the second we find any shred of happiness people want to pick it apart and snatch it away from us mm-hmm. and, and 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 they want us to inspect it until we until we question it yes and that's that goes right like hand in hand with like your sexuality like being sexually liberated like oh because i'm sexually liberated i'm a hoe but it goes back to like we talked about jasmine sullivan like a couple of episodes ago um but like her album when she was like like we are women we are sexual beings too the moment that we own our sexuality a man has something to say about it it's not always men sometimes it's the next woman over because she doesn't own her sexuality and she's all cobwebbed up in in a lockbox she mad because you having fun, but that's who criticized Chloe. But that's, but, but that's that Sabbath. That Sabbath. But you know that, like that, that internalized. Mm-hmm. You've taken all the messages that the media and the men and society has given you, and you've internalized that shit. You've made that and owned that as your problem, and now you mad at the next woman for having what she have and living how she's living because you're jealous that you can't have that same carefree attitude preach at the end of the day it's jealousy like you want to live your life you want to live unquestioned but because you're too afraid to do it you're going to tear down the next woman uh ayana you had me when you said the man it's the man okay it's jealousy (laughs) because y'all know me y'all know Evelyn. it's always gonna go back to racism they made us sexualized yeah. beings because they told us that their women were pure. When listen, mm-hmm. we were made for sexualizing and all of this thing. But no, that's not. We love our bodies. We respect our bodies. Our bodies are temples. And yes, we can put them on display if we want to. Yes, we can keep them modest if we want. Because it's mine. Because it's mine. Exactly. And we can't let someone or some values from long ago dictate how we live today. Yes. Sorry. Listen, that goes. <laughs> Can I bring something else to the group chat? Bring it. It's, it's going hand in hand. Okay, so y'all know this whole silhouette busted challenge. Yeah. You know, um, I read that this guy, this girl basically did the busted challenge and her boyfriend broke up with her because beforehand, yes, y'all, she did the busted challenge, not the silhouette. Okay. He was, he was like, no, I don't want you doing the busted challenge. She did it and he broke up with her. Like, good thing her, they weren't married. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, like, what are y'all thoughts about that? Because it's been a popular thing, a little, you know, it's been popular challenges going about. But how do y'all feel about that scenario situation? 
How old? And I'd say mine first, though, because as as a single person who's been single my my adult life, like, I just don't feel the need to get anyone else's permission to do it. When I file my taxes, boyfriend isn't an option, okay? Yes, ma'am. I'm either single, (laughs) married, or divorced. Or widowed. Or widowed. I'm single. So what grown man is going to tell me a grown woman what I can and cannot do with this ass that God gave me? Like, I will bust it on, I will bust this ass right on your forehead and film it and send it to the whole world. (laughs) What are you going to do? (laughs) Like, fight me. That gets me so, I just don't agree with any, and I and I feel the same way. Like if it was a woman and who didn't want her man being on the ground for these hoes, like you don't get you ownership. You know what I'm saying? Like just because we entered a partnership doesn't mean you own me. You get to experience me. Correct. You get to go on this journey with me. And if you can accept all of me, the sexual parts and all, we have no business together. So I'm I'm glad he broke up with her. I'm glad she saw what type of man she was with. Now she can feel free to move on to something better. It's someone who's not so repressed. Yes. So the thing is, like, people were like, I was, you know, I love reading the comments because the comments be where like the juicy mm-hmm. meat of detail of this. Somebody was like, if you met them in the club and you start dating them in the club, now that y'all are dating, don't get mad when they go to the club. If you met that woman twerking, dancing, and enjoying and living her best life, why are you now mad because she's twerking and dancing? Just you mad at a duck for swimming. Exactly. You met that dude slinging drugs, and now you mad because he's a drug dealer. But make Ariel, it make sense. But Ariel, let me challenge that. Although correct, let me say this. I feel like life is this journey that is never ending. And so if I am not in the club when I am 20, because let's be real, I was not in the club when I was 20. And so what I do at 28 is a whole different experience. And so if I decide to twerk or I decide to bust it, and then the other day I wanted to go to church and do a praise dance, that is my business. Okay, like Ayana said, you are on this journey with me and that goes through ups and flows and ups and downs and mountains and valleys. So if I'm confident this day, you're going to let me do the busted talents and you're going to record it or you don't (laughs) have to meet me next to yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to be on this journey with me. And so that's my curiosity is like, how old is this man and how old is this girl? Because anybody knows that people are very like, not just one dimensional and I think that's what I'd be stressed and it's like love people whole and as they are like we have so mm. many parts of us and so for you to say like I'm gonna break up with you because you're doing a busted challenge what that's ridiculous it doesn't make any sense because all the other parts of me that you love are just non-existent right and we're focusing in on this one thing that you don't like and my it's- thing being like I'm not even the type of person who would post something like that on the internet because like I have my own insecurities and stuff like that but if someone feel I'm not going to look down on the next woman who does I'm gonna watch that shit five times in a row and be like she did that like I'm gonna send it to my friends and be like look she did that like I'm not going to sit and tell another woman what to do with her god-given body right and if she bought it I'm not gonna tell her to do what do what she want not to do what she want with the money she spent to get the body she wanted. Like I'm not gonna tell I'm not gonna tell nobody what to do. 
don't know. It's just for me, I don't know. You see women, what was the oldest woman that I've seen doing the busted challenge was 104. Oh yeah. Oh, that was cute. And the youngest woman that I've seen, like a or lady or girl that I've seen doing the busted challenge, she had to be like four or five. But she was doing it with her mommy. So it was just like them in robes and it was like a mommy and me thing. Mm-hmm. let us be free let us have fun let us have joy there's always mm-hmm. something that we gotta make more than what it is it is somebody mm-hmm. squatting and changing and becoming a prettier version than they felt they were on the first half of the video like we can't always be activists y'all dang mm-hmm. self expression like let people express themselves if you don't like it scroll on <laughs> like it's not gonna it's not gonna kill you so just keep it. scrolling People think if they don't tell their opinion, they gonna explode. You can save it because I what, swear you can. It can, it can be between you and your God. Like I don't listen, need to know what that what that rule is. If you don't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Bring that back. Please don't even watch it. Kick it back to preschool. So yes, y'all. I don't know, Evelyn, to answer your question. I don't know about their age range, but when I saw that, I was just like, what the hell this 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 can't be real i mean for sure he's 15 if he's thinking like that no he's grown i'm pretty sure he's a grown-ass man has to be ariel a grown man body (laughs) grown man body with a boy correct Correct. but you know what bro you know go ahead and get you another one do your thing because i'm sure she's going to be fine somebody's gonna see that busted challenge and be like i won't break up with you so go ahead and find your pick me woman I hope she's everything you wanted. <laughs> Listen, maybe she'll be a yellow bone. You never know. <laughs> you never. <laughs> you never know. Oh my gosh! I really don't like this lady. <laughs> I just don't like her. I don't. We can hear it. We can hear the. You can hear it in your tone. <laughs> we can hear the 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 dislike. It's exhausting. Listen, okay, y'all. So this. This closes what's in our group chat. Let's talk about the topic of the week. Are y'all ready? We're ready. Let's okay. Let's uh, get into it. So y'all know last week we talked about a dream deferred. Um, and with continuing along that topic. Oh, excuse me. Okay, y'all. So this is the topic of the week. Last week we talked about a dream deferred. Um, jumping right in, what happens when what we thought we wanted doesn't happen? Um, and I want to go into a good woman holding the, the wrong man down. And how does that look? Because we've been there before. We've all been there before. Um, so let's let's talk I don't think about. I, have it. <laughs> I don't have enough drink in my cup. Right. <laughs> I think I need another drink. I finished my second glass, so I'm. I am, I'm ready to go. All right, so. The you can top- start then. Okay, so the topic, so we talked about last week, you know, what happens when the dream deferred is not the dream you are living right now. And then like this week, it's like, what happens when you hold the wrong man down and the dream of you two are basically, it's it's not the dream of you two that you thought you wanted. Yes. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's a loaded topic because yeah, we, we have all been there. And I feel like we have this unknown rule of making the man better for the next woman. And that's, we use that rule to cope a lot of the time. I've lived that, you know, and I'm okay with it. And I was okay with it at that point in my life, but I'm not okay with it anymore. 
Mm. Um, I am over making a bad man a good man for somebody else. Mm. Um, so I don't know, like, I think it depends on what stage you are in life. You know, I did it at 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, but at 28, <laughs> I'm just not ready to do that again. And so what happens when someone holds the wrong man down? It sucks. You know, I don't even know if I can answer that really. That's why I'm kind of rambling because nothing happens because it's the wrong man. <laughs> what lessons did you I learn out of that? Go for it, Yana. No, I was just saying, like, I think, I mean, sucks is like the only word you can come up with because there's no word that really sums up. I don't want to cry. Like, I don't want to cry because it's like, I know that it's so personal to each of us in different ways. And like, we know a lot of each other's stories when it comes to dating. And so it's just like, sucks is the only word that sums it up because there's no word to sum it up you know, the emotions, the, 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 the potential, you know, that you thought you had, the, the wedding, the kids, the, everything you saw happening with this person slips right through your fingers, and it's just like, fuck, like, I could have, I could have loved you if you let me, like, you I could have been, been everything you needed if you let me and it's like eventually once you I process through, you, you if you, you know what me. you know what I'm saying and eventually you process through all that and you're like why do I feel like it's my job uh-huh. to fix men you know eventually you go to therapy <laughs> eventually you go to therapy and you're just like why do I keep committing myself to men who aren't worth commitment? Right. Ooh, that's a good question. And you know, here, why do I keep going through these same cycles? I'm part, I'm, I'm the common denominator here. Listen, yes, ma'am. Now, Once, sitting here, listening to y'all talk, the word that I came up with was detriment. Mm. And I say yeah. that word because it is at my own detriment that I love this man when God, mm-hmm. the universe, and my homegirls have shown me every red flag and sign in the damn book. And you want to oh, know I- why it's truly to our detriment? Because we know about two, two, three, four months in that it's going nowhere and we will stay for years. That's it. We know within we know within months that this is going nowhere but we're so afraid of being alone or them finding someone else that we stick around and try and make it work we try well, and fix the things or, we don't like or even if like if I love him he'll get my love and receive my love and then he can love me in return he's been like, hurt by these other women but I can show him I'm not like them other women and then he'll pick me but Ayana going back to what you said it's not that we're scared that they'll find someone else because hell, they can do that while we're in the relationship. We're scared that we will fix them and we will love on them and we will give them therapy and area, like you said, we will heal them and then they will go and all that work we put into them, the next woman gets the benefit. But like you said, they're gonna go to the next one regardless. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. We're not scared of them going to the next one. We're scared of the work we put in going to the next one. Yes, and I would rather you have your broke down ass go to the next one raggedy as fuck 
than to come use me for my time, my love, and allow my energy to heal you and pour into you. And then I am left with the broken pieces of what used to be between me and you trying to shuffle through that and find the relationship of myself with myself while you just this whole being because I poured so much of myself of you like into you you want to you want to know what my my true answer to what happens when a good woman holds down the wrong man a piece of you that you didn't know you needed to stay alive dies a little bit like it dies a little bit and it dies a little bit because you're mad at yourself you're mad at them you're mad for not seeing things clearly clearly earlier you're mad because you knew it wasn't going to work and you stuck around anyway you're mad for the money you're mad for the time you're just upset and you're sad and you're sad because it's like this I deserve more than this and I can't tell you how many times that like I've walked away from men from situations just feeling shitty and there's no other word for it and like very recently I took to someone and I'm like I don't I don't whatever this is I don't I can't anymore like I'm I'm done with it because I leave feeling worse well you know every time we interact I feel worse because I'm pouring into you I'm building you up and you are still entertaining your ex well Ayana this is what you're what you're saying and this is what I'm hearing it's you're building them up while breaking you down because it's like and I told y'all that like I can't keep pouring into someone and not getting the same return and that's with men that's with friends that's with that's with jobs that's with everything that's with everything and I think I want to ask y'all a question and I'll wait for it but and y'all can we can go through this whole conversation before y'all answer it while we're telling our stories but if you could go back and tell yourself your younger self that was with that man that you thought you were going to be with some advice like what would you tell her because I'm curious to know because I mean we all did end up with that person obviously but it's like what advice would you give your younger self who thought that they were going to be with that man Ayana choose you I would tell her to choose you because at the end of the day I chose him and I sacrificed my own mental health my own self-confidence my waistline (laughs) like my friendships my relationship with other people in my life that I cared about like my self-esteem like I sacrificed a lot of things just trying to get back at someone just trying to stay with someone who was never going to be the man I needed him to be so I would tell her to choose herself that's deep right I love that listen for me I would tell my younger self do the work and what I mean by that is this is me being very very transparent at a young age I, I struggle with mental health issues I did not see myself worth living. Um, And I'm not even sure that I shared this with y'all. And so there were times where I felt like I was not deserving to be on this earth because I didn't love myself or because I felt like I was a bad person or because I felt like I wasn't good enough. And so 
if I if my support system looked differently, if I, if I was more enlightened about counseling or whatever, I could have done the work at a younger age. And half of this shit that I went through, <laughs> it wouldn't even exist. And so along with choosing yourself, I would also say do the work. Damn, Ariel. You got me over here in my feelings, bro. Okay. Um, that's deep, y'all. Choose you and do the work. Like I had to write that down. Cause that's real. And I and I think it hurts me to the core because I have a little sister. We work with college students and we see kind of like the the self-destruction that they go on because of relationships with partners, because of like the feelings of them telling them themselves that they're not worthy. Um, so I love both of those things. If I could go back and tell myself something just in the relationships that I was in, it would be choose you, do the work. And I would ask myself, do you like you right now? Do you like who you are with this person? Because mm. I think that was the defining question that got me to be like, this ain't it. It's not mm. about, do I like this person? What can I build up them up to be? But it's like, do you even like you right now? Mm-hmm. Look at how you're acting. Look at what you're doing. And after I asked them that question, I think it would be like, set your intentions. Don't worry about trying to live up to their expectations. What do you want from out of this? And stop yeah. going into something and figuring out what you want after you're already in it. Because then you're mm-hmm. molding it to what they're giving you. Like, yeah. if you want, if you were, you know, wanting time, and they're not giving you time, but they're giving you presence, then you're telling yourself, well, I want presence. No, you want time, sweetheart. You know what I'm saying? And so set your intentions before you go into something and say, this is what I'm asking for. This is what I'm looking for. And sweetie, if you can't give it to me, let me know now. So we don't even waste no time. So, And I think that's so hard for women to do. So hard. Because I feel like we've been socialized to be just like, how can I be of service to other people? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we we act like that's what we want when it's not really what we want. Sometimes we want someone to be of service to us and we don't exactly. even know how to ask or how to point that out because we've been so conditioned to be there for other people. Listen, and I, I want to jump right in because me and the other one on the phone last week talking about not being able to voice our needs to our friends, to our partners, mm-hmm. because as kids, we were brought up to like, not so much have an opinion about things. And it's like, I had a conversation with my mom about this uh, over this weekend. And I was like, hey, like, you know, when we were kids, I wasn't able to talk to you about like how I felt. It was either I'm being disrespectful or ain't nothing wrong with you. That's just your imagination. Uh And I was like, that was at my own detriment. Like you didn't know what you were doing, but that was at my own detriment. Like you, you taught me, you were my foundation. You were part of my foundation and you taught me to not advocate for myself. You taught me to, Mm -hmm. to accept the bare minimum and be okay with that. To sit quietly while I'm being abused. Exactly. (laughs) Well, and also, it goes back to racism, y'all. It really does. I'm going to always say that because it's that you are a child, so you should be seen and not heard. But that is not the reality of a healthy person. We are raising Mm -hmm. humans. 
We get so caught up in this yes. idea that we are raising kids and you're a child and stay in your place. But no, children are people. Children are people who grow up to be adults and who grow up to be adults who are not mentally stable. Because who they grow up to be parents. Who grow up to be parents <laughs> and then pass the same thing down. And Ayana, I'm over here shouting because you're so accurate when you're saying that it's, it's hard for women to set their intentions and say what they want because we're so used to being of service to someone else, whether it's our kids, whether it's our spouses, and we're saying, what can I do for you? Because what I can do for you makes me whole as a person when that is not true. And it don't. In the book, I'll be damned. The book I'm reading, mm-hmm. Untamed, she literally says that. She says we're conditioned as women to be in service to others. So we're supposed to die for our kids. We're supposed to die for our spouse. But then who dies for us? You know, who dies for us? You know, and so that's so accurate. And we have to reframe that way of thinking. We really do. Because it's not just women's responsibility to nurture, you know? It's just like, we're so conditioned to nurture that when women don't feel that instinct, they feel broken. If they're not a naturally nurturing person, that's not, being a nurturing individual that's a skill that's an innate ability and not everybody has that capability and it it should not be thrust upon one gender to exhibit that quality like it's just not fair so this is my therapy which i am not utilizing you all as licensed professionals but talking (laughs) to you all always helps me like realize some things that I've been struggling with and it's just be like dang y'all right y'all know I hate when y'all right (laughs) (laughs) that's what I'm struggling with because I am in this whole relationship where you all know like the person is trying so hard to take care of me trying so hard to be nurturing trying so hard to care and I'm like yelling at this person like well what am I supposed to do you know, if you care for me, how am I supposed to care for you? Like, what am I in this relationship? I don't know who I am if I'm not. But you get to somebody. care too. You acting like the two cannot coexist with they which they can in a healthy relationship. And I was talking to my therapist about I was talking to Miss Tony about this. I said, we are so used to being in a one-way relationship when we have a relationship with a two-way street and it's very give and take. We're like, uh-uh, hold up, what you doing? Right. That Malcolm and Marie relationship. That, exactly. What is this? Like, what am I supposed to do with this? I'm like, uh-uh, wait a minute, this ain't enough. Like Friday, make it enough. Like, no, like we're not, we're not used to having a black man care for us, a black man love us to show that he's nurturing, he can be compassionate, he can be attentive. Right. And we find in tune with his own stuff, who knows exactly what his flaws are. And who's willing to who can take, say take step sorry back. who can apologize who can you know knock down his ego and his pride and be like you know what babe i'm not gonna let this come in between me and you and it's like uh-uh hold up wait a minute you thought i was finished <laughs> baby i'm ready to argue right i got it in me but, but what happens when and, you and that's the toxicity you know what exactly I'm but what happens when your man is like i'm sorry and you so angry like I don't want to be, I don't want to be not mad no, like right now. Like I want to still be mad at you. Well, I'm going to do with all this anger. Right. Because you over acting mature and shit, talking about you sorry and owning your shit. What am I going to do with all this anger? Because Let I'm used go. to going to tat. Let it go. <laughs> Listen. Let it go. But on a lighter fun note, 
one thing I would tell my younger self is go to fuck the sleep because he ain't worth it. Girl. Girl. If you don't take your ass to bed at a decent hour, I can't it up. Go to sleep. Go back to that dorm room right now. <laughs> don't ride past that girl house. He was over there. If you have to ask, sweetie, the question has already been answered. Listen, like, if you got a gut feeling, it's correct. Don't that thing. You was not up. You was sleep. <laughs> Be sleep. Yeah. Whew. You said oh, it right there. Listen. Yeah. I, I appreciate wish. and I love y'all. Oh. Same. Okay. You all. I so I want to go into implications versus intent. Okay. And so talking about like, you know when we are implying things that people around us say or our partners or people that we're dating um I know I'm single single like a Pringle um when we imply versus them showing and sharing their intentions um what that can do to us um and how we can react and respond in certain situations with relationships um so my question is do you tend to imply things in relationships with people that you're dating or do you wait for their intentions? Okay. I think that's such a good question, right? Because I think, especially when we get into the subject about holding the wrong man down, like when a good woman holds the wrong man down, that man had implied that if he wants a family, he wants a marriage, he wants a wife, but he never said it with you you know like ariel says the with you is silence um he yes. wants to break it, but maybe not with you um and so i think it's really important to watch his intentions and i i've told you on ayana this before but a lot of people would be like you know don't listen to what they say watch what they do but i'm a firm believer in listening to what they say and watching what they do because you need both because i don't fault the woman when it's like he's saying all this stuff and he's coming with you, whispering in your ear, in your bed every night, but he's still trash. Like, that ain't on you. Like, he was showing you what he wanted. And yeah. so I feel like we always blame the woman. Well, he didn't say that. Well, I mean, but he did everything that he said. Um, but for me, older me watches intentions. Older me asks for intentions. You know, why are you on this dating site? What you looking for? You know, why are you what in my house? What do you want? Um, but younger me, she was all about the implication. She was all about reading between the lines. But baby, I would last it now. I can't do that. <laughs> so I'm telling you, my eyes are bad now. Oh, listen, that gotta go in the quote book, baby. I wear glasses and now you gotta tell me. <laughs> I can't see it at all. Yana. All I can say is I've been blind since birth, and that is obvious in my dating choices. Um, I will say that in the past, I wasn't particularly interested in committed relationships, right? And the one person that I decided that I wanted to be in a committed relationship with, and I made that, I tried to make that situation work for years, and that person kept telling me 
I wasn't their girlfriend, right? But they kept asking me to be there for them when they were sick, to spend the night with them, to pick them up and take them places, to help them when they were short on bills. Like I was there for them in every way a person could be. I basically lived with them at one point and it was just, I was so wrapped up in him giving me what I thought I wanted that I didn't even realize he wasn't giving me what I asked for. It was the commitment that was missing. You know, the actions were there, but the commitment wasn't. The presence wasn't. We were physically together, but we were so far apart. Like we were on very different planets. And by the time things ended, he was actually surprised and shocked because I had been going along with it for so long. And he was actually the first person to point out to me, like, you wear this mask, you present this front, you know? And it's not that I didn't learn a lot from him and from that situation. It's just that he was young. He was younger than me. Um, and I was ready to move on. Because by the time he was ready to be where I wanted him to be in the beginning, I was gone. Yeah. I was done and I was over it. And I, and I think that... I'm not going to speak for all women. I'm going to speak for myself. I found myself in some instances where my heart is gone. My mind is gone mentally, but I'm physically still in a relationship. And I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, bro, you don't even know. Like, I'm, I'm good off your ass. I ain't left yet. But baby, my heart and my head are, are out the door. The um, lineup is on the way. Listen, but for me... um, I would say young Ariel was very big on implying. Um, there were a lot of men, ooh, take that back. There are a lot of boys that I dealt with. Um, and because I had daddy issues, um, if they showed an ounce of interest or affection, I was like, okay, he loves me. Okay, like he wants to be here because he, he's, cause he, he's telling me that. His actions and his words are not aligning, but I'm used to that because Pops then, his actions and his words didn't align. He would promise me the world, promise me the moon, and baby, give me a pinch of salt. And I'm like, well, I'm grateful he gave me something. Right. And so for me, it was, younger me, it was, I'm implying. He said he wanted me to be his girlfriend, but he just got a lot going on with his family right now. Not knowing his family mean a baby on the way. <laughs> I can laugh about it now. I can laugh about it now. Um, I just got a lot going on. Like, I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for holding me down. Wrong. I'm not doing it no more. I remember a guy who told me, you ain't never, you always winning when you never tripping. Like, and I was like, what? Like, I was like, you know, I'm really, I really don't give him no hard time. Like, I'm not his headache. Like, yeah, like, that's bae. He know, he know what it is. I know what it is. But in fact, your, your girl didn't know what it is, what it was. Like, confused. That's the biggest lie we tell <laughs> ourselves. You winning that is the biggest don't be lie. tripping is translation. You winning when you just be quiet. And that's so messed up. <laughs> Listen. When you just let me do my dirt and you don't say nothing about it, right. we good. Basically, 
And now like here I am, Ariel, 29 years old, who's lived a, a long, good life, who has been engaged and separated and now dating. Like I look back on younger Ariel and I'm like, damn girl, you just wanted to be loved, but you didn't even love yourself. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And, and now, that's the thing Ariel, that, yeah. Go ahead. Listen, I was like, and now Ariel, Baby, I'm looking at what's your intention. I be quick. Well, so, what are your intentions? And if a dude be like, "Yo, well, you know, what I mean, I like you." Like one of the guys that I'm dating. Well, yeah, I like you. What that mean? What does that mean? I agree, Ariel. Because when what I'm, that mean? I'm talking about. Well, I like cookies and cream too. ice cream. Like, what does Listen, that mean? I like cookies and cream ice cream, but sometimes I get chocolate chip cookie dough. So what's up? Okay. Right, mint chocolate right. getting too. So, <laughs> and he was like, I, "Well, I like you, okay. I like me too. I'm bum as fuck, right? What does that mean?" <laughs> My go-to line though is always, "I hope he's talking about marriage in month two, not because I want to marry you, but because I want to feel comfortable to have this conversation with you, and I want to know where your head is." Like I say, like I'm trying to build not bullshit. So let me know, is we just gonna be kicking it? Is we just gonna be friends? Cause that's cool too. You need a homie when you come into town? Cool, I got you. But just let me know, cause I'm not trying to be cooking no home cooked meals for just any old body. That's Thank it. you. That's and, I think, and I just talked to some people about this this weekend. It's like, if that's, if you just want what you want, say that. Just say that. Can, can say you that. just say that? Because we grown. If you just say that, I can let you know I ain't into it. Instead of you waiting forever, trying to trick me into some stuff that you're not even going to get to start with. Right. So just exactly. just go ahead and say it so I can shoot you down. Because you ain't got to come to me pretending you want a relationship. Have me invested. Mm-hmm. Right. Have me invested telling me you, you see yourself having kids, telling me right. you want to get married and you're ready to settle down and you want a woman who has her own stuff going on. No, you don't. You saying that, but no, you don't. So like, don't, come with the real. Don't take the choice away from me, because Ooh, God, you. because consent, say that right. Consent. I would like to consent to bullshit. Okay. Guys be so ready to be like, oh, women don't want to know the truth. They ain't ready for that. But you don't know that one. And also, okay, maybe I don't want that, but someone out there do. You know, let Listen. me know. If I'm, you know, if we just ordering Domino's and you pulling up. Or if I'm taking the time to set your, you know, set your place, give me the choice. And I, I say that in dating always, like I always say that in my dating choices, I'm like, give me the choice, regardless of what's going on in your personal life. When your personal life intercedes with my personal life, give me the choice because that means it's it's messing up on my environment. In the moment that I find out that you're not giving me the choice and giving me a lie, you're cut. Benito, like you're done. Right. I don't care if you were still eating. I'm taking the plate <laughs> and dumping it. Go eat in the dumpster. Go out, go out back because you're not what you're not about to do is mess with my time. There's been too many times in the past where I've allowed little boys to waste my time. I'm at a point in my life where I am taking back my power. I am taking a stance and advocating for myself you will not waste my time because my time is is very much so limited and it's near and dear and it's priceless and I can't get it back not even, not even just my time but my peace like listen I'm yes. not even I 
if I didn't come for you, don't come for me. Because at this point, just leave me alone. Because I am at this point in my life where I've started to be less implications and more intentions, right? We're, uh, we're a few years apart, you know, I'm creeping up on 27. And like I said, like, I really have not been intentional about dating up until the last couple of years. And in the last couple of years, I have been intentional. And what I've noticed is I'm telling people my intentions out the gate. And then they're telling me their intentions when it aligns with mine, right? So they're trying to make their intentions align with my intentions so they can keep my time. And I'm falling for it. Because I'm thinking, I have no reason to doubt you until you show me that I do, right? So initially, I'm going to trust you at your word. Until your words start to misalign with your actions. At which point, we're going to have a conversation. I'm going to tell you that you're not meeting my expectations. I feel like I'm wasting my time. Once we have that conversation, we do do not need to have that conversation twice. If we have that conversation twice, you should know that we're probably not going to be talking for much longer. And that's what's had to happen with the last few people I've like considered dating is like, we'll start dating. We'll be good for a couple of months. And then somewhere around like month one after somewhere after month one, they stop me, my expectations. I let them know. They try to act like I'm tripping. I'm like, okay, I'm just letting you know, like this was the expectation. This is what you said. This is what I expect. Once the expectations continue to not align, I don't have too much longer to put up with you. So if one day you try and message me and the message fails, it fails. Blocked. <laughs> because I told B. you. Because I told you. I told you in the beginning. We had a conversation after month one. And you stopped me my expectation. Like I'm cheating this like an accountability meeting. Like you are not you are not going to keep playing with me because if I let you, I'm showing you that I don't care about my boundaries. Or respect myself. Or respect myself enough to ask for what I deserve because I deserve it all. Right. And Ariel, I think this question then becomes, and I'm not trying to sound cliche, but it's real because I think this question comes from, becomes what happens when a good woman doesn't hold herself down. Instead of Ooh. what happens when a good woman holds the wrong man down. Ooh, that hit. Listen, it do. Listen, I would say from speaking for Ariel, from Ariel, in the times and the places where I didn't hold myself down, I lost a part of myself. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know where to, like, what to pick up and where to pick it up. Like, it's kind of like, you throwing down a puzzle that's not glued together and everything just shatters and goes everywhere. And it's like, you have to take the time to, to find a thousand piece puzzle and trying to figure out what goes where and what fits where and what's the damage. What are the places and spaces that you've lost pieces? And is it okay to lose those pieces and shed some stuff and still see the bigger picture? Or is it like, this is like, this is a needed piece. And so for me, when I didn't hold myself down, I lost myself. Depression, anxiety. I like I didn't take care of myself. My health suffered. Um, and it wasn't until I picked myself up out of 
the darkness and out of the hole and decide to continue to do life and live life without those boys in my life. It's like, you know what? I don't need them. They're lost. And, you know, I think I want to pull from that. And if I like could just give my younger self some advice, your younger self some advice, everybody some advice, it would be those puzzle pieces. You have those pieces to put your own self back together. So stop looking for other people to fit their puzzle pieces of their broken puzzles into yours to complete you. And so I think that's what it would be because we're so used, like you said, like you're coming from a space where you feel as a child, you weren't worthy. So you felt like as a child, you weren't complete, not knowing that you are worthy, that you are complete. So you've spent like time looking for like, how do I solve this puzzle? Who can solve it? When all along, like you start loving yourself, you start doing for yourself, you're like, oh, okay. Like I have the pieces to me. You're the only person who has those pieces. So I tell y'all this all the time, like build yourself up and then build with someone else something new. But you can't, that person can't build you and you can't build that person. Y'all bringing stuff together to make something mm-hmm. bigger. Ooh. I don't know. I feel like when it comes to this topic it's so heavy because it's always so personal and right. it's always wrapped up in more than just one thing it's more than just about the man you know what I'm saying and how the man or boys who came before him have treated you it's about like your previous relationships it's about your foundational relationships with your family it's about your core identity it's about your self-worth being wrapped up and what other people think about you like it's wrapped up in so many things for black women because we are so many things to so many people and I don't know I just I think when a good woman doesn't hold herself down she leaves herself open to be manipulated by weak-minded men you leave yourself open to, to naivety and to be the woman who has no boundaries you speak into my soul like that was my truth I want to also say it leads to it's it stems from um, black mothers who didn't love themselves or who despised their black daughters for any 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 reason how they choose to chose to raise them it showed in that that dynamic of love or the life thereof you really have to understand that like so much of who we are now as adults it's not just our parents but like how our friends how the other kids around us treated us like I'm unpacking so many things in therapy right now and it's just like I've held on to a lot of things that I feel about myself come from how I was made to feel about myself as a child and how that carried into my teenagehood and then my adulthood and it's not until you start speaking life into you and start living life for you that you really understand where all this stuff is coming from and who you really want to be and who you want to live life with. That is so true. And I think to wrap everything, what everyone had been saying, it's until we, until we choose to recognize that we are the stars in the, in the moon that we look up to and like, Oh, I wish I was that. Like, I wish I was that bright. We are that, but we're kind of in a sense, like when you see the moon half covered, that moon is still going on the other side. And so we are only seeing our shadow parts. And it's like, I'm still whole. I'm kind of in my waning season. 
you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm shedding some things. I'm changing, you know, I might, the outside of me might look differently, but I'm still, I'm still whole. And so until we, until we choose to accept our shadows, our lights, the in and outs and betweens and allow people into our blind sites, blind spots to tap us on the shoulder, but like, hey, Ariel, like you need to work on that X, Y, and Z there. Until we allow those people enter our safe space and feel safe with them, that's going to be an on-heel battle struggle. Um, but I appreciate y'all being in my tribe. I appreciate y'all being in my blind spots and loving me and still correcting me in those ways and spaces. And can I say this? I just thought of this because I love your moon analogy. You know what, Ariel? We gonna hold you down. So that's all that matters. That's what I wanted to say. Absolutely. Okay. Y'all, why do y'all always get me in my feelings? I don't appreciate this. <laughs> that moon analogy was so Going into our wind down, uh, what have y'all been doing for care this week? It's a Monday. What have y'all been doing? Oh. And drinking. What else? Oh, what have I been drinking? So tonight I'm drinking um, a red wine, which I feel like the older and older I get, the more and more I like red wine. I feel like Olivia Pope over here. But this one is called Layer Cake. And it has like hints of chocolate underneath but it's a very like sweet but bitter red wine if that makes sense and then for self-care I've been reading like I finished um like two books in January and I'm working on um a February book which called Untamed which mentioned a lot of the like themes that we're talking about so that's what I've been doing for self-care and then Ayana uh asked me if I wanted to wake up at six o'clock in the morning to work out and that I've been really feeling that like I've been getting into yoga so that's what I've been up to Ayanna what about you what you've been over self-care um I've been trash at self-care y'all I'm not even gonna lie like I've been getting up but like sometimes that's been like me getting up doing what I need to do and then getting right back in the bed like Sometimes that's been me doing what I need to do from the bed. Like, I just have not had a lot of motivation just because, like, my job has been so stressful lately. Um, but I have started to take some things off my plate, give things away, say no. And that's been saying no has been my self-care. Saying I don't have the space or energy for this has been my self-care. Because I think y'all know me pretty well and I'm just really bad at saying no to what I think will keep me from getting more opportunities and I'm just at the point of like I can't keep adding things like I just can't I don't have the space the mental space the the energy any of it so saying no has been my self-care now what I'm drinking I've not really had a chance to go get any wine because I've not really been in a wine mood because as I said, my life has been very stressful. So I'm drinking tequila and Red Bull <laughs> because that's how life is going for me right now. Um, and I just like tequila. It, it doesn't make me sick. It doesn't make me feel like I'm doing too much. So tequila it's the right. It's good. Tequila is my sweet spot. Yes. And then it can crank up a little bit if I need it to, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. 
Um, for me, self-care has been getting up at six o'clock, working out, meditating, um, and just even sometimes getting up, cleaning up, straightening up, spraying my house down with disinfectant and smell good to burning a candle and smudging my house with some sage and then be like, okay, now it's good for a workout session or a yoga meditation. Um, and so for me, that's what my mornings have been looking like, um, what I am drinking or what I was drinking because my glass is empty now, um, was first a tequila and Canada dry ginger ale because that's the only ginger ale that I would drink. Asked my friends when I was sick, <laughs> make sure that it's Canada dry because I won't drink nothing else. Um, right. And a wine on top of that, after I finished that, it was a Moscato. So, yeah. Ginger ale don't work unless it's Canada dry. I just want to tell people that. Maybe Seagram's. Maybe. No, negative. Maybe. If it ain't Canada dry, I ain't drinking it. <laughs> call me bougie. Call me whatever you want to, but Seagram's will not touch my lips. <laughs> On that <laughs> note. <laughs> this was a good episode. Part two. This is good and long. Y'all had me crying. Y'all have me crying all the time, so it's only fair. So y'all probably already know where y'all can follow BWS. Um, but if y'all don't, IG, Black Women Snitching with no G, just the N. Go, go ahead and go follow us. We will follow back, give shout outs and all of that. Um, be on the lookout for upcoming episodes. Evelyn, tell them where they can follow you. Y'all can follow me on IG at underscore erucker22. Ayana, tell them where they can follow you. You can follow me on Instagram at Ayana underscore Monet94. And y'all can follow me, Ariel, at darkhead underscore beauty at IG. And just like that, it is a wrap. Thank y'all, ladies. Bye, Thank y'all. you. Bye, Bye y'all.